You're listening to a podcast on the Black Fur Network. Hey, welcome to the After Horror Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Mike. Me, Chris. And me, Paul. <laughs> Every week. Um, <laughs> this uh, this week, instead of being annoyed at being lied to by Dan, we're annoyed at being lied to by marketers. Um, Dan gets very angry at a certain lifestyle coach, and Paul continues to be a rugged and sexy gentleman. Oh, I, I don't lie. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, Paul. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Boys, what have we been up to? Stuff. Stuff. Now things are open again. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's so good. Bought a pair of shoes the other day. I felt like I was doing a crime. What'd you get? <laughs> oh, just like literally shitty, like Primark shoes and oh. some new flip flops. Nothing exciting. I spent five pounds and got two pairs of shoes. So thank you to the oh, well, I child. Can that. I can together. top that, mate. Go on. So we went down to uh, Gunwolf Keys in Portsmouth. Of course you did. Right. <laughs> um, bought. Four pairs of vans, yeah, for a grand total of sixty quid. That's really good, really good, mate. Not only are they cheap to start with, anyway, yeah, in there because it's an outlet store, but so they're dirt cheap to start with, and then they had a buy one get the second pair half price. Wow! So I got one for thir- twenty quid and one pair for a tenner. Wow! And then Duffy got the same. Yeah, yeah, Four amazing. Pairs, sixty quid. There must I, be something in the water because I've just picked up a couple of new pairs of kicks as well. No, like, what, what, I think I think we've all just kicks. been indoors, haven't we? And and I've I've worn out. I was on like my last pair of shoes, <laughs> so I needed to go and get some more shoes. It was I was surviving on flip flops and and high high tops. It was a it was a bad time. I couldn't and run running shoes if I tried. No, I couldn't. I'd snap my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tons. <laughs> I, uh, I I got a new phone and an Apple Watch for free. That was cool. For free? Well, yeah, well I was due an upgrade, I actually, and and my my contract had, had overrun. This is really boring, but it was costing me seventy pounds a month for three months that I didn't know about. Um, so then I went in and got an got an upgrade. Like it's seven iPhones above what my last phone Jesus. was. Jesus. And a and a free Apple Watch, so that's nice, nice uh, what, for what twenty pounds uh, less. It's the iPhone SE. So before I had the six S, and so now I've got the SE. So you see, uh, the cool thing is, I keep my old phone case. It's exactly the same size, oh, nice. uh, but it just runs like a fucking dream. It's got it's got really nice camera and it's uh, double the um, amount of memory and stuff. So yeah, I'm 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 a happy boy, and and I got like a glimpse into the future because it was like. Yeah, all you got to do is put your old iPhone next to your new one, and then it will just transfer everything over. And I went, no, yeah. way. what the fuck? What are you talking about? I yeah, mean, that, that, that's Harry Potter what? shit. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One, one of the many reasons I still haven't got rid of an iPhone. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, tr- I'm grandfathered in now. <laughs> Samsung all the way, baby. Shut up. That's fair, that's Shut, fair. Shut um, up. And I'm very excited to announce, and I can actually put this out there in the world now, on the 26th of May at the George Vaults in Rochester – you, if you want to, and you're local to the Kent area, you can come and see my work in progress Brighton Fringe show. Uh, Mr. Leapers presents the Big Brain Consortium. You can come see sketch comedy. It's, it's 15 quid a ticket, but that gets you a, a beer and a burger. And it's downstairs in a, like a 14th century wine cellar. It's fucking amazing. 
And uh, yeah, it'd be great. Very limited run of tickets. There's only going to be about 20, 30 people there on the night. So uh, yeah, if you want that, I will post the Eventbrite link at some point somewhere when it's up and available. Uh, but yeah, it'd be great to see some people down there. Um, very excited. I might have to venture. Beer and a burger. Yeah. <laughs> That's any excuse to get out. I dress like a donkey for one of the sketches. That's quite good. I'm not interested in seeing you. I just want the beer and a burger. That's- go chuck and blade. Yeah, go to Chuck. If you you go to Burger, I've got several other suggestions. Uh, But if you want to see my face live and in the flesh, then you can you can do that. Um, What's everyone else been up to? Uh, Uh, We actually ate out. Our first time for a year. You dirty you. That's disgusting. And we also went to a pub, yeah. Oh, We went down to the three tons on last Friday evening. How much did you weigh before then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, not much. <laughs> I've got an awful lot of difference on that, to be fair. Yeah, no, that was good. Bit of sun, sitting outside, stuffing our faces. Come, oh. Everyone coming back and just collapsing on the sofa because they're all bloated. Yeah, what a, no, what a great feeling. Yeah, it was, it was it's so funny because... We it, three tons is somewhere we would go constantly. Three tons of Manor Farm. They're sort of by the side of us. Manor so Farm. We would go, yeah. yeah, we'd go once a month to each one of them, and the kids completely take it for granted. And then on this one occasion, I drop in there. We're going. It's like a second Christmas. So we're going nuts for three days up until we went. <laughs> they went mental. three tons. I don't know where that is. I've never heard of it. Lower House Day. Yeah, it's oh. nice. Good. It's got a, it's, yeah award winning hot food. Okay, I have to bear yeah. that in mind. Yeah, it's worth going to. Yeah. Interesting. Me, uh, been hitting the gym. That's opened up again. Very happy to be down there picking things up and then putting back down again for the sake of it. (laughs) Um, Other than that, not a huge amount, really. Um, Still obviously just settling into the whole life that is what I've got now. Um, But that's good. It's my birthday in a couple of days, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is. Gonna hit the big full row. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Welcome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing really to excite. Like, Wait, so does that technically mean then from tomorrow you might be able to sneak in that jab early? Well, no, my birthday's on the 29th, so it'll be Thursday technically. Yeah, that's what I mean. But surely that can put you into the 40 to 50 category. I don't know. I don't know where how that works. Oh. I mean, as soon as they send me it, I'm gonna take it. Like... Chris, you got your job with your boss pass, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, had my, I had my first one Friday. I just did you? Yeah, I, I didn't know that. My Zimmer frame, and they just let me in. <laughs> <laughs> I had mine a couple of weeks ago, um, but that's because Harriet works at a vaccination centre, and it was literally the last day of, of that centre being a vaccination centre, and they went, "We've got six vials, and we don't know what to do with them." And, my, and um, my girlfriend was like, Mike works with kids, technically. Can he have it? And they went, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and by the way, anyone who hasn't had it, everyone says, oh, you won't feel a thing, right? And that sounds like bullshit, but I promise you, I didn't feel a fucking Nothing thing. I yeah. felt the initial, like, I felt a push, not any pain. And I thought, right, now the needle's coming. And she was like, right, that's it. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they don't fuck about either. It's like yeah. a bloody production line. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. No, Did you have any side effects? Uh, no, I was, I was a bit, I was a bit, um, hoarse the next day and my cock was really long. No, uh, (laughs) yeah, I just, I couldn't track vocals the next day. Um, I was a bad boy. They said, don't drive home 
uh, after uh, for the first 15 minutes and I drove home after the first five. So did I, yeah. <laughs> I, I figured if anything monstrous was going to happen, it would have already happened. <laughs> <laughs> You're driving and just a third arm goes... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I passed out three times on the way home, but that was it. It was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fine too. No side effects whatsoever. Yeah. Sore arm a bit. On the bunch chart, of but... Oh, yeah. My mom was a bit sore for a couple of days, but... yeah. That's an injection for you. Yeah, exactly. The flu jab does it, so yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't. I never had it. No, I mean neither. Because I get it every year. Don't need no pussy old flu jab. I hope you get the flu, you sarcastic motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it might kill me off. That, 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 <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of things you wish you were killed off by, we watched a film. We haven't heard what Paul's been up to. Hold on. Oh, oh fuck! We haven't. I'm so oh, sorry. I got the vaccination jab. <laughs> okay, covered. Oh, oh, and I spent three hundred and sixty pound on a table saw. I saw that. So, are you you're... trying to seduce me? Just, just let's let's have it out. Yes, Mister Orvis. Right, because you keep doing all these sexy manly things. Again, the nude's not enough. You don't get it from that. No. What about the text where I literally said, "Have sex with me"? <laughs> well, hold that on. Didn't, that didn't do it for you. <laughs> Oh, it's what? when you said it's when you said I've got your initials tattooed on my bum, and then you only had the M, and I was like, "What do you mean?" And then you obviously spread, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, you see, oh. yeah." Why the fuck am I getting left out of these messages? Sorry, mate. You're not getting left out. You you weren't replying. You vanished for five days. Remember? <laughs> it was only a couple of days, but. <laughs> um, what are you doing with your garage? You say you turn into workshop. What's, yeah. What's, so, what well, shop are you going to work in? Because because uh, I'm sort of taking woodworking more and more seriously at the minute. Oh, you're so hard. Like, yeah. yeah. I figured oh. I might as well, like, because um, I can only work outside, like, and in the summer. Because, yeah, so I just I just wanted to set the garage up so I can mount my saws and oh. stuff. Lovely. Nice. Yeah. And then I'm going to try and make a bit of money from it. Like, not a great deal of money, even if I just sell stuff for cost. Mm. Because I can't just keep making furniture for my house because I'm running. Can away. you make me a, a splint for my huge cock? Yes, excellent. Can, uh, you, can you make yeah. me a medieval style cup? Yes, no. And a bowl. No, you need no. a lathe for that. You need a lathe, yeah. Okay, a lathe. Actually, you don't technically. You could do it without one, but wow, that would be labour intensive. Yeah, labour intensive. Ah, God, I'd love a lathe, but they're fucking expensive. Oh, are they? Hmm. I played a mobile game with a lathe for a while. You know, like when you get those shitty ads. Yeah. I know Little the one you mean, because I did the same thing. Yeah. Like, All right, I'll do that. I yeah. did it. Then the, and the black and the weird blacksmithing one where you just you got to pour into the mold and sit there hammering on it. It's like that's not oh, remotely how blacksmithing. You know what? If I if I watch many more episodes of Forged in Fire, I'm gonna end up with a forge in the back garden. Yeah, well. right. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Speaking yeah. of falls in fire, tenuous. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we 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 watched a film. Oh god, Dan, we watch. No, Mike Crichton. Sorry, Chris. It weren't yeah, yours. we did. Yeah, I don't know why I'm blaming you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we watched uh, 2020 Antebellum. Um, I. Uh, I fell into the uh, to the trap on this one of um, we saw I saw the trailer at the cinema on my last trip to the cinema. I thought that looks good, and then forgot all about it. And then when it was my turn to choose, it was sitting there on the Sky Cinema being uh, being premiered with that line 
brought to you by the people that brought you get out <laughs> here we go and no you fell for the oldest trick in the book yeah okay so it was actually worse for me in a way because i've literally been waiting for this film yeah. for like a year and a half yeah, yeah i was proper excited <laughs> about watching this it's uh probably worth worth mentioning i'm i'm i respect our hams enough to know that they know what we're about and what we stand for but every podcast is every podcast episode can be someone's first so i feel like it's just worth just saying we're four white guys and there are some themes in the film that we are not and nor do we profess to be experts on so we might talk about them but please don't do your own research and look into it yourselves and go and find black voices to listen to that want to talk about this stuff because that's not what this podcast is we're going to talk about it as a film and skirt sort of around the obvious uh, issues and I hope that you can just appreciate that for what it is. Is that fair? Is that a fair thing to say? Yeah. yeah. I, I think, you know, we're talking about some very sensitive subjects um, or, that are covered in the film. Um, I'll, I'll call them out. Racism, sexism. Um, yeah. There's obviously connotations of slavery and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, connotations of slavery. Well, you know, I'm trying to... <laughs> there is slavery. Yeah, there's, there's, there's clear slavery involved. And, yeah, um, sexual assault and all kinds of... Yeah, it's, it's yeah. got some heavy topics. Um, yeah. And, you know, we're, ju we're just going to discuss the film. We're going to try and be sensitive to the topics, but at the same time, there's certain things we feel we need to cover Yeah, that may, if if you misunderstand it, may come across wrong, but just know that that's not our intention. We just want to be honest and talk about the film. Yeah, And if so. there is, if there is, if we do, you know, say something, um, then like, don't call it out, drop us a message and, and just go, hey guys, just to let you know, we did, did it. And I know there's arguments online that, well, white people, you know, I don't need to talk to white people about race. They should do it themselves. And that's, that's fine. That's fine. But, you know, we're not trying to do anything maliciously. Yeah. All right. They get the message. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just, yeah. Um, so this was a bit of a letdown, wasn't it, lads? Oh, uh, yeah. uh, that's an understatement. I think, I think the concept, the initial concept was fucking cool. And I really yeah, like the initial concept was done by M. Night Shyamalan years ago <laughs> called The Village. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it absolutely didn't need to rip off The Village at all. Hey, do you know what? I, it doesn't, even if it wants to rip off The Village, it, it had quite a good concept about it. The execution was just abysmal. And it, it wasn't even – it's not even the filmmaking because the film looks brilliant. It's a brilliant – No, it's got some film. gorgeous – Yeah, some of the sets are amazing. Set yeah. It looks beautiful. It's a really well-made film. Leave your shit alone, Paul. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is uh, the script for me. Yes. Okay. The entire concept of the film was boring. I, I no. really thought this was going to be like – a ghost story. So did I. About yeah. you know we we one of the things that Janelle. I just want to say Janelle Monet was fucking incredible. And I yeah, she's outstanding. Her, yeah. her her outfits, her hair, anything about her is fucking perfect. And and that's you know just that's just a given. Um, 
But, you know, from when she gives the speech um, saying that racism is in the DNA of, of, of America, uh, which is, I'm not here to debate that. Um, All right. Again, we've given the disclaimer. Let's not. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not, I'm not here to that. We're not going to have a debate about whether it is or isn't. Oh, I was really hoping for a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, and I thought it was going to be when we when we start to see some anachronisms happening um, in the, in the in the future and 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 what we perceive to be the past. I really thought this was going to be like uh, you know the ghosts of the past of rising up to finally sort of take revenge um, and and also kind of show you that nothing's changed. And I think the film definitely tried to to do not that, but but take the latter point. Oh, nothing's changed. Look white supremacy is still on the rise and, and, and all of that, but just did it in such a heavy handed and, and, and quite droll sort of way that it just wasn't as effective as it, as it could have been. So I guess I'm let down by my own hype. The problem was the first hour and 20 minutes of the film was like the cold open to any other film. Yes. The, as an hour and 20 minute cold open, it was, it, I just, I looked at, Caroline, like I looked at Duffy about halfway through, like, I don't know, an hour or whatever, and was just like, "What is going on? Like, where's the story? It's just like scene after scene where they're not even saying much." I just, <laughs> uh, I'm all for a slow burner. You know, I don't have an issue with a slow burner. Some of my favourite films are slow burn. You know, I know you don't like it, Dan, but poss- I love Possum. Yeah. It builds up a sense of dread and yeah. yeah. I can't say I can't say I loved it. I was hor- I was horrified yeah. by it. <laughs> it's, but a yeah, it's, it's a fucking powerful film and, and yeah. yeah. But this didn't you know, this burnt slowly and at no point gripped me. Nope. For me, it just felt like somebody sat down or a few guys sat down in a, a boardroom and said, Right, we need to to write a film because there's some real key topics at the moment that we can cash in on racism, the whole um, gender equality side of things. Um, let's see if we can treat that like a cash cow. And I fucking hate that because yeah. the execution was shit. Like it, it didn't do the whole thing justice. And it, again, was, it was nowhere near as smart as it thought it was. Exactly. It wasn't anywhere near as subtle as the uh, as, as stuff that Jordan Peele has directed. Yeah. Well, Jordan Peele only direct, only produced it. Like he had, I, I guarantee he had nothing to do with the story itself. Oh, I, I agree. Nine times you. out of ten, being a producer just means you gave money. Okay. Um, just as a a, a a quick thing at the beginning, antebellum by that means. Um, occurring or existing before a particular war. Yeah, I didn't know that. There yeah. was a, there was a thing called the Southern Antebellum as well. To 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 um, hang on, see if I can find it now. I was, I was Antebellum South. Um, it was a period of history in the Southern United States in the late 18th century until the start of the American Civil War. So uh, so yeah, I, I guess if we'd have known that, then we'd have probably expected different things from the film well we would have expected something different from the film if the trailer didn't heavily heavily suggest it was a horror film yeah oh yeah, yeah this wasn't a horror film it's very misleading that trailer. i think i think again that's why i was expecting this kind of supernatural thing to occur yeah and then you know I mean, uh, it didn't we... even have to be supernatural but like that oh, that's actually where i thought it was going to yeah 
Especially when the girl, little girl turned up in the lift with yeah. the little thing. That, oh, that by the way, was sorry. completely fucking irrelevant. I'm glad you called it out. Irrelevant. That, that, that was, was something that, I was going to say. That, was that Elizabeth's daughter? Yeah. I do not because, even know. Because Elizabeth yeah. says in the, she says in the thing, that she, she goes, oh, look at her. She's so cute. She'll make such a good play date for my daughter. Yeah. Because the little girls with because at the start when they bring the new arrivals in and you meet Julia, the little girl standing next to her naming her. She is, yes, she is. Although she doesn't give her she still calls her child, she doesn't address her by name. Again, that that whole scene's misleading. Do you know what to be honest leading you up to think it's gonna be some sort of ghost thing or something? The whole restaurant part doesn't make any (laughs) sense. Like, that, that felt that felt a little tacked on because it was giving character yes. giving character development to the uh, I cannot remember the name of her, her friend the lifestyle coach. You don't need to. It was giving character development and airtime to her, but then she has fuck all to do with the resident. Yep. Nothing to do with it. If you're going to go to the trouble and develop her character, why don't you develop the character of the general? Yeah. You yeah. Nothing about well, how about at least one of the other characters. You you give this woman so much, you give this woman so much, and she arrives as a disruption to um, Veronica's life. You know, she's doing the hot yoga, and then fucking this woman comes in, she's like, Yes, bitch, that's fucking good. And she's like the complete opposite of what, like, Veronica's trying to do. And she's sort of showing that Veronica's got this duality to her. To me, it was like she was a representation of the Confederate idea of the savage nature because she was sort of free and unfettered and she did what she wanted and she was aggressive she was aggressive especially to white people she was obnoxious yeah she was no she was obnoxious but i I, she needed a fucking arc like if you're gonna have someone who's like this this kind of sassy and 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 aggressive and and commanding then if your metaphor is that white supremacy takes the soul of, of of anyone it touches then she should have been taken as well you know, it, to, to make story sense, something should have happened to her to be like, oh, my God, oh, she's had her power taken away. But they just fuck off in an Uber, yeah. singing along to Lizzo, which yeah. I don't have an issue with, but what the fuck? And then they never hear of them again. And all, like, what the fuck? Makes no sense. I just don't no. don't get it. Like, I, I'm sure we'll cover that scene a bit more in the, the chrono, but I just, yeah, it added nothing absolutely nothing do you know oh. the worst thing about this film is that it's not it didn't even make me mad like i'm not mad at it i'm just nothing at it it just yeah. kind of just an hour and 45 minutes of my life i'm never going to get back yeah. oh that's like, like, gen, like genuinely sucks you feel that way like like a film has made you feel that way yeah it does suck because i've been looking forward to this yeah. film for so fucking long yeah <laughs> okay so obviously they put <laughs> They put a huge uh, hint as to what it's all about in the before you see anyone at all because you just get the lines: "The past is never dead; it's not even past." Mm. That's the first point of the film. Again, and then, ghost story. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Everything that. points to a fucking ghost story. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Uh, and then you get uh, like a, a first-person view walking through the the plantation, so you see the slaves and the soldiers and the Confederate flags and stuff. Um, at, at the end of which, you see Eden. Uh, as you come to know her, uh, draped over the back of a horse and an escapee wearing a bell collar, a slave collar, um, and someone else being lassoed and shot. Um, and the, the introduction to the burn shed. Which is a pretty nasty scene. 
Was that Eden? Like at the beginning, that Drake wasn't over Eden. the horse. Drake over the horse is Eden. Oh, is it oh, okay? But then you've got that other um, yeah. couple that. So the guy who's yeah. got that collar he, thing around him. Yeah, that's a bell collar. So they, yeah, that's something that was used to people that had uh, regularly attempted to escape were were made to wear this collar, which rang. So when they ran, when they ran, the bells rang and stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was fucking the start of that. The, the start and end of this film are brilliant. <laughs> no. Everything in the middle is just like... I really hated the ending. Okay. Oh, we'll, we'll get to um, okay. I've just got to point out before we go any further, um, this film was not even produced by Jordan Peele. Oh. So where's the from the people that brought you? From the people that brought you Get Out and Thingy. Oh, wow. The producer in question... Uh, so it's just one producer? Yep, yeah, it's just one producer oh, and me. it's... Uh, Oh, fuck. I've lost my point. Sorry. Where is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the producer in question is Christopher... R- Sorry. Uh, Sean McKittrick. Oh, okay. But despite marketing implying otherwise, Jordan Peele had no direct involvement with this film. The producer in question is Sean McKittrick. Oh, shit. Who That's naughty. But it's bad. trickery. Bad behavior, they yeah. do this all the time. I mean, all the time they do this. It's not That's naughty. Yeah. That's why you always see, like... Especially on really low budget straight to DVD films, a lot of the time you're going to get from the people that brought you, yeah, uh, Predator. But it's it's not fucking Predator. It's just some dodgy subsidiary arm of fucking Warner Brothers that made the film. They're so deceitful. How can they get away with that though? Because they're not technically lying. I feel. Uh, I feel like as Jordan Peele, though, I'd be pissed. Well, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, uh, he probably doesn't even know. You know, it, it just oh, there's a film out. There's a part of me that wishes he did do this. Oh, it would have been a much better film. Well, yeah. He would have made everything tie together. It, it just it it seems it's like we've said. It doesn't carry any of the points across in any any sort of coherent manner. It's just like awful things happen, and and it's it's an uncomfortable watch. But it doesn't gel. It doesn't gel. There are there are a few real clever clever parts of the film that I appreciated. So um, I, I'm going to just skip about a bit just to get them covered off. But there's the bit where you're constantly seeing her tipping tiptoeing to and from the bed, and you're like, why the fuck is she doing that? Yeah, yeah. Then later on, it gets revealed why. Yeah, loved that. I did too. Yeah. yeah. I also felt that they could have focused a bit more on the whole yoga thing because she does a, a bit of gymnastics. So obviously, if they had just linked those two a bit more to say that, like, she had uh, the nimbleness about her and had that mentality to to think through the stages, I think that would have been more clever. Yeah. I loved the burning scene at the end. Mm. Oh, um, when, she, when the general and the other guy go in the... Uh, that was fucking beautiful. Yeah. I thought that was so clever. The general and a, wrapped up in a fucking Confederate flag. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, there was elements to do with the, uh, using the phone to get signals out and make calls and things like that. There was some real clever potential there. Yeah. But the rest was just bullshit padding. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what it felt like. This would have worked really well as a short film. Yeah. A short film, or if they just spent a bit more longer, or a bit longer thinking about it, or got somebody with a, a decent um, storytelling capabilities, it like just, Jordan Peele. Yeah, just a bit more had happened, maybe. Like, I mean, the, the whole um, setting two time periods thing, I don't know about anyone else, but 
got really confusing. Like, oh, totally. I was like, well, which part is happening currently? Yeah. Like, is her real life? Is this after she's got away, or it, it, it starts is this currently? Before they've taken her. What the fuck? Exactly. It starts currently. Then all of a sudden, you're thrown into her being in bed, and you're like, I don't understand what's happened. Why? Why are we here now? But and then that bit I plays out. I wasn't completely bummed because I thought, oh well, it will explain itself. But it just never does. They then have the restaurant scene, which leads to that that whole half an hour just feels pointless. Like, and it annoyed me for yeah. certain reasons as well. well. She annoyed me. Yeah, well, exactly. That woman annoyed the crap out of me. What the main character? No, no, no. no, no, no. Uh, a friend. The one who yeah, yeah. in the car. The rude oh. one. I hate that. Just no, everyone. Tell you what you're going to do. We're going to do this tonight and this tonight, and you're going to do this and this and this. And give me your phone. And oh, fuck yeah. oh man, don't this snatch just, my phone off me. Yeah, this is just being rude to everyone around. Yeah. Like Jesus, you self-appointed bitch. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> and in any other film, you would have had the catharsis of seeing her killed or something. <laughs> you don't even get that. You no, they just tootle off on an Uber somewhere, yeah. all happy and partying and drunk. Yeah. And they don't even get mentioned by name when she calls her husband. No. And he's like, everyone's been looking for you. You'd be like, right. Who's everyone? Yeah. Who the fuck's everyone? Next neighbor, John down the street. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry, Chris. Go, yeah. Um, so then we skip a little bit forward to we meet, we, we, we realize that Eden is kind of the prisoner of the general dude. She kind of lives with him, per se. Uh, and we have the Say Your Name Girl part where she ends up being branded. That's mm. hard to watch, like, because you know that sort of shit went on. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Man. Uh, and then it skips. It says six weeks later and she's out in the fields. And at that point, um, because you can hear the sounds of war, you don't know it's a reenactment. You actually yeah. think, okay, this is on a plantation. Um, and they're told to... Uh, to start singing, and a lady goes by on a horse who catches uh, Eden's eye. They exchange a glance, at which point you have no idea who this person is at that time, but it becomes apparent that's uh, that's Elizabeth. Um, and then you have new arrivals, um, and this is when you meet uh, Julia, who Elizabeth and her daughter name. Um, and you have the welcome home speech, uh, where he basically tells them that all their freedoms have been give up, given up and... Uh, and this is their new home now. Yeah. Do you even as you're saying this, the chronology of the film, it still doesn't make sense to me. Like yeah. it, you're saying it in order, and it still feels like it's jumping around. <laughs> like, oh, just... well, it's, 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 the problem with the film is it was so unmemorable that I had to watch it again just to do a chronology. Oh, there's no Bear way. In mind, I've only, yeah. only watched it, you know, a few days before. Like, if you ask me now, to, I know we've watched it loads more times, but if you ask me now to do, I don't know, a chronology of Halloween, I could still rattle it off. I could I could get a text file and rattle it off pretty much. I couldn't do, If I didn't have the chrono in front of me now, I still wouldn't know. No. Oh, I'd be really struggling if you hadn't yeah. sat down and, and noted it down. Normally, I have the film on while we're doing this, but I haven't. No, I haven't either. I don't even want to put it on. <laughs> Uh, and then you have a the, the, the door knock, and she's, this is the first time you see her uh, tiptoeing across the floorboards. Um, and there's a guy at the door who, at that time, you don't know who he is. He just says when, and she sh- uh, slams the door on him. And we talked about character development, and there's next to none for him, but he's, he has a part to play in this. 
Like yeah. they spent more time on a useless character that pissed yeah. people off and had nothing to do with it. Than... The problem is, she's the only character with any kind of development. Everyone else are basically non NPCs. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's fucking stupid. It's ridiculous because right at the end, she then attempts to try and give him somebody as he when he's dead because she she leans over him when he's dead and says, "Doctor." I'm so sorry, Professor. I'm so yeah. sorry. That's all you hear about him. We don't understand how they're why they're so uh, linked and why those two have just formulated this plan. And and any like there is nothing explained about that side of things. Nope. They just seem to have this agenda, and I I was fine with that because you know this is still early on in the film, and obviously it's going to get explained. Oh, how wrong was I? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. There is no explanation. No. Stupid um, film. Then we move on to the uh, dinner speech in the tent where you kind of meet the general properly for the first time. He does a little speech and a wander around and and tells all the Confederate soldiers that these sapphires are here to fulfil their every need. Yeah. And then they do their faith, family, folk chant, Confederate chant. They do a few of these. They do blood and soil as well, which I, I thought was a Nazi chant. I'm pretty so certain. It that. probably is. I think they're just mixing and matching yeah. tyrannies. This also raised another good point. So obviously you've got all of these people that have congregated in this tent and are aware of what's going on, but there's no explanation. Are you know, are they a cult? Are they part of a group? Have they paid yeah. money to be yeah. part of this? What and there's a dirty great sign outside the camp. Like, yeah. do people not go there? Well, I've got the impression it's deep, deep in the woods because obviously she's well, then uh, at why the end. Have the giant sign. Living history camp. Why have I, that? Exactly. I, I couldn't piece that together. That's like, literally so you get what's going on. That's purely for the reveal at the end. But then you've got this character who seems really shy and uncomfortable to the situation. And you think he might be um, a saviour in some way. Oh, I did anyway. The lad, isn't it? Daniel, the little yeah. lad. Yeah. Great name, by the way. <laughs> um, like, he... Again, there's just no explanation. How has he been introduced to this? Clearly, it's new to him. He's, it's not something he's done a lot of, um, and still trying to feel comfortable. Obviously, like he turns later on, um, it becomes the arsehole that everybody else is, and then later on seems fully engaged because, like, they're yeah. out getting drunk. There's nothing to explain that. No. And the so... thing is, as well, he is obviously reluctant, so he's not like all in on it. He's definitely reluctant, but that's never explained. Like, there's, that's never no. like, it's never brought up again, really. It's like, well, then why bother? Exactly. Um, th this is. I'm going to assume they they meant to do it, but. The blood and soil. Chris was right. I've just been looking it up. Blood and soil was a. Um, it was a philosophy for the Nazi Party. Um, they wanted to emphasise the relationship between true Aryans and of sort of rural people. And Hitler would. Hitler said that true Germans came from the soil. <laughs> Says um, the Austrian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but what's quite interesting about that is you're absolutely right. That's our first anachronism. So we we haven't seen until that point um, while we're while we're on the plantation anything to make us suspect anything. But the fact is, you've got these who are obviously white supremacists um, dressed as Confederate soldiers chanting Ger um, German not uh, German Nazi rhetoric. Uh, so that really, actually, anyone like Chris who was switched on um, would see that that's that's actually the first time where you go, well, hang on, that's not right. 
but you'd be forgiven for thinking, oh, they just fucked up because it's it's such a fucking tonally inconsistent film. Again, that just smacks of it was added for the sake of it. Like, it, no real thought was given to... Again, they could have been quite clever about it, but they, they, they weren't. Why would... No, conflict- I mean, I, I think that's quite clever because of the idea of it being, you know, it being an anachronism, but we're not... It's not as blatant as the general's got a cell phone. Um, it's they, they're using terms that are out of date. So that, that would be the first thing for you to go, well, that's weird. That's from, like, like obviously three of us didn't spot that, but... Um, Why would, like, even, like, hardcore American white supremacists, they wouldn't necessarily be quoting Germans, would they? Yeah, the hardcore white supremacist Americans quote, Americans. The Nazis, quote the Nazis quite often. I mean, I don't swing in those circles, so forgive me for not being, like, au fait on the type of behaviours they, they get. They, get they, use a, they use a lot of Germanic stuff, including, like, Viking like Germanic Viking stuff, which is why there's a load of like runes that you shouldn't have tattooed or, or display because they're like, it's called um, dog whistling, which is like a term where you post something that's innocuous, but other people who are parts of certain hate groups will, will see that um, people were doing like the okay symbol for a while. And that was, that was, it looked like a W and a P which, you know, white, unfortunately you don't get to choose what, what, what hate groups choose as their like secret signals. So one day you could be doing a thumbs up and then someone will go, well, actually the Nazis do the okay thing is now right. what you just said, wasn't it? Not allowed, isn't it? That's what I said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that's right, man. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, they, they do do that. I just want to, cause I realized what it now sounds like is that I travel in those circles and I do not travel in those circles, but I have to spend a lot Look, of time. It's a minor, it's a minor personality flaw. We just let it go. <laughs> um, I have to keep up with things like hate crime and, and hate groups and stuff because I teach kids and I have to like notice if kids are, it's part of like a safeguarding thing. You, you sort of kind of have to notice if kids start acting in a certain way and, and saying certain things you have to sort of go, Oh, Hi, Mrs. Smith. I think your son might be radicalised mm-hmm. uh, because because they've got fucking access to YouTube all the time. Uh, like the, the ten-year-old boys are going, "Oh, she's thick," and you're like, "You shouldn't know what that." Oh means. wait, thick with three C's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because because YouTube at the minute um, are Damn confused. <laughs> what 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 have I? Oh God, dummy thick means means a girl's got a lot of junk in the trunk. But like or, big, or, big, or, but, or dude. Yeah, yeah, I've like heard of that. Thick, but in a good way. Yeah, not thick like could, yeah. low right. IQ. No, no, no. That, that's fine. Yeah, she's yeah. she's thick. She's got a, a juicy derriere. <laughs> I'd like to hear your gentlemanly rap. <laughs> Ooh, that, that was it. Juicy <laughs> <derriere>. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, I, I thought I'd miss something then. No, 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 no not at all. Um, when you said like three C's, I'm like, oh shit. Does that mean so, like are those C's actually standing for something else? <laughs> well, that's thick with three K's. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, no. Let's not go down there. <laughs> <laughs> you should come down on Saturdays. It's brilliant. I'm joking. I am joking. I am joking. We know, Mike. You're probably the most PC out of all of us. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say PC anymore. PC's not PC anymore. Yeah, oh, for I'm God's sake. Offended. You're getting cancelled. I'm going to fucking yeah, tell all my friends. You, you're um, disgusting. I'll give up. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, um, back to the back to the old chrono. Yeah, so um, Daniel uh, chooses yes. oh, uh, Julia 
and then um, it comes across as okay at first. Like you say, you think he might be someone that uh, they can relate to. Uh, as it turns out, he beats her, and the next morning she miscarriages in the field. I just, oh. Again, like he takes her back. She acts all nice because it's almost almost like he's lulled her into a false sense of security, but I don't believe he has. He looks genuinely timid and uncomfortable to the situation. And then literally on a heartbeat, it's almost... Well, it's it's incel behaviour. It's it's people who, who don't know how to be around women. No, I, I don't like think that. it's that. I think it's almost like he he knows he's in this environment and then like has to almost feel like he has to become it. So you're almost seeing that switch turn on. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's trying to fit in. I mean, yeah, it's like modern, isn't it? It's Paul and Paul and Chris will will attest to the fact that a lot of, um, violence and and killing and not because they are murderous because they I was going to say but they do a true crime podcast which you can oh, right. listen to called Crimes Like These which is available on the Blackfur network which is what this network is on um, there's a lot of if, if uh, please correct me if I'm wrong but there's there's a lot of like shame based behaviour yeah. that will result in sexual assault and murdering and, and, and all kinds of nasty nastiness where initially you're quite timid and shy and then the shame sort of warps that and pushes you over the edge to do other nasty you've also yeah, got I to got be a complete fuckhead it's not just like a normal thing i got um, a little yeah. bit of mentality out of them as well you know the whole this whole scenario it's like yeah you get a group of bullies at school but if you take one out of me suddenly timid yeah i've got a little bit of that with him and it's almost like he then corrected himself uh just, yes, just as a little aside there i'm little i'm gonna go a little bit off topic there but you know that whole thing uh you know when you get bullied and that take the bully the biggest one you take him aside and get him on his own um several of the bullies at my school like i remember two people i know got one of them alone one time outside the school um he beat the fuck out of both of them <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, don't always <laughs> work. <laughs> know your enemy, people. <laughs> Crimes Like These is a new UK-based true crime podcast discussing famous serial killers such as Edmund Kemper and cases you may not have heard about. You can find us on social media, Twitter at Crimes Like and Instagram at Crimes Like These. Feed your true crime obsession and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to Crimes Like These for a fortnightly fix. <laughs> we then have uh, a scene back with Eden uh, with the general um, where he rapes her. Not, thankfully, you only get the tail end of that, but that's enough. Um, says, Sweet dreams, Eden. Uh, and, and that's the point at which she then wakes up in the, what we think is the modern day um, and rubs her back in a uh, suggestive way. I think this can we uh should we just start skipping the chrono to the important parts because I've just realized that we're on like chrono 17 of 63 and I'm not yeah. prepared to give this much <laughs> okay uh, yeah 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 by I'm all not means. going through 63 points of this yeah. film there's no uh, okay I'll, I'll skip ahead um so yeah uh, she wakes up uh, she rubs her back uh, and then you have a TV interview with Timothy Paul about the vicious cycle of inequity and all that sort of stuff. Um, they show her some of her certificates on the wall and you have the lipstick thing. They make a lot of emphasis about the lipstick. Yeah. Uh, 
and then she has the the video call to Elizabeth, uh, and obviously that she you notice she's got a butterfly screensaver. Julia's got a butterfly tattoo, so they use the butterfly butterfly for racism uh, symbolism a lot all the way through this film. Mm. Um, she even and this is where um, Elizabeth uh, makes her comment about I can see a play date in our future uh, and calls herself a headhunter. Uh, and then you have the aeroplane speech, which again is a foreshadow. So, um, but she's going away and her kid's saying he's going to miss her. And she said, well, when you look up in the sky and you see an aeroplane coming, that means mummy's coming home. And they clumsily reference that a couple of times later. Do you know, on. I didn't even pick up on that. And now you've really said it. Clumsily done. But yeah. A lot of the references are clumsy. I mean, uh, you know, when Elizabeth gets dragged into that statue of, uh, of um, oh, what's his name? Robert E. Lee. Yeah. The timing of this film was literally within weeks of that his statue being pulled down as part of the Black Lives yeah. Matter. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's pertinent, but it's so clumsy. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. I mean, they, they might as well have had, like, graffiti, you know, George Floyd on it. Yeah, like, it but this is, this is half the problem with this film. I just It felt like the uh, directors and the producers and the fucking writers were just patting themselves on the back yeah. the whole time. Oh, I'm sure they had Dixie in each other's asses while they were writing this, thinking oh, they're yeah. the greatest fucking things ever. I mean, and, I mean, actually, one of the directors, there's two, which should tell you a lot, um, <laughs> is White. What's that got to do with it? Well, it just because you look at him. I'm just about to. <laughs> I mean, I'm no oil painting, so you I, know I don't... that guy is wearing Birkenstocks with socks, <laughs> <laughs> and he smokes a pipe. Ironically, <laughs> oh. yeah, there's just a lot. Of, there's a lot of inconsistency, a lot of clumsy. I mean, even down to when when. Um, Veronica's staying in the hotel. They've got her in the Jefferson suite. Now, somebody that's, that's doing the amount of presentations that she's doing about the inequity in the history of America would surely realise she was in the – that Jefferson Davis was a Confederate president. Yeah. I mean, yeah. one of these things uh, every so often would have been subtle and all right, but there was something like this every fucking scene pretty much. Yeah. It was just like, oh, how many of these little – and I'm doing air quotes, subtle things. Can we yes. ram into this fucking film? Shut up. I don't care. <laughs> uh, let me get your, we head to your favourite bit, Dan, the, uh, the the restaurant scene. Um, oh, via the, girl in the, lift, the little girl in the lift. We kind of jumped ahead to it. Oh. We've reached it now. Um, you get the girl in the lift and off they go out in the cab and yeah, that awful bit of dialogue. That fucking, that, turning that, turning that, the, the beginning scene into a gollywog toy on a string I thought was quite good and made me feel uncomfortable. That but, whole restaurant like, trivialized to a child's toy. That whole restaurant scene just made no sense. So obviously they walk in and immediately um, it, it shows on the badge of the waitress um, kind of unnecessarily, but okay. Um, we're, we're trying to find out her name. Then they presented to a table by said waitress, um, and then immediately her friend starts calling her out saying, oh, no, we're not seeing her, which I agree with. It was a shitty place to put them. Um, but then she made a point of calling her Becca for no mm. apparent reason. Like, what What the fuck did – like, that was almost there to belittle her. Um, and then she says, oh, I'm, I'm sitting here, and then shouts out, thanks for your help, Rebecca. 
Um, then they sit down and start, um, you know, smattering on about stuff. Um, then the waiter comes over. Uh, again, none of this makes sense. The waiter comes over. They ask for a bottle of champagne, and he says, "Would you rather have a, a bottle of prosecco?" Why? No yeah, way to weird would... question. Yeah. Downselling? Who the fuck downsells? Exactly. What a pointless statement to to make. So obviously they turn and say, "No, I have the Chateau Le pricey bottle, please." Yeah, which is absolutely fine. They're then sitting there, and uh, one o'clock, some guy that's um, checking them out. Fair enough. Like you know, um, the waiter comes over and says, "Oh, um, he's bought you a, a drink." And then, like, makes a point of calling it out um, to her friend. To which point, the guy comes over and says, "Oh, I, I, I think you're really stunning." Um, and then she turns around and says, "Oh, I think you're really handsome." But then, immediately, just proceeds to belittle him in front of her friends like some self righteous bitch who thinks like she can have any guy she wants. Now, yeah. again, I'm not. I'm trying to be sensitive to the nature, but it was completely unnecessary. She isn't God's gift to men. So, uh, you know, be a little bit grateful for the attention, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and then, um, she, like, proceeds to give him her phone number anyway. Yeah. Why mental. did you belittle him? It's and mental. Then... The whole thing, that's 15 minutes of completely unnecessary padding. I it fucking... doesn't lead to anything. There's no consequence for anything that happens in that yeah. 15 minutes scene. I hated that scene so yeah, much. Same, it was same. so pointless and felt like it was trying to do something or convey a message. And again, you know, I, I know women's rights and equality and things like that needs seriously looking into, but scenes like that don't fucking help. No, it's almost like this film was just trying to piss people off. Do you know oh, what I mean? Worked. I was the thing is, if you're not already annoyed about the slavery aspect of the film, <laughs> then someone being rude to a waiter ain't going to do it. <laughs> being rude to a waiter, and then a guy who comes over genuinely interested and wants to get to know somebody, and then she like proceeds to, to belittle him and tell him what a fucking shit job he did in ordering a drink. Like, fucking have your drink, you cunt. Yeah. I'm not, like... I'm oh, off. making that mistake again. Yeah, who's your blonde friend? Is she interested? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Yeah, man. Oh. oh, that infuriated me. And again, if it had added something to the story, I would have forgiven it. But it did nothing. It was so pointless. And that's just what's wound me up the most. It had yeah. no place to be in there. You could have cut 20, 25 minutes out of the film where her finishing her speech, jumping in a cab with them, walking into the restaurant and then just having them come out again. Yeah. If you if they'd have made this a concise 85, 90 minutes, it probably would have been better. If yeah. they'd made it a short film, it would have been it would have been good, I think. Look at host. Yeah, the reveal would have been like really cool. Yeah. Look at host. That that was only a short film, but man, that that blew people away. Oh, that was a really host clever is film. Infinitely better than this. Like infinitely better. But it also reminds me of the scene when she walks up to the concierge um, and, the, like, the, the person behind the counters uh, putting her finger up saying, no, I need to take this call and generally being rude. Like, that doesn't happen. The concierge happen. would never do that. Never no, it doesn't happen. Years. No, customer service, it, like... In America? Oh, my yeah. God, is they go above and beyond. Yeah, they'd be sued. They'd be fired the same day. I, I Just that whole, whole portion of the film had no place being there. It was there for the sake of... Trying to send a message that was delivered ridiculously bad. Yeah. 
We're trying to send a message that we all know about anyway. Do you know what I mean? Because there's so many real world things going on. Oh, absolutely. That make it so poignant at the moment. And then that film is just like, it, I'm going to say it. It felt like it was riding off the coattails of the current social climate. Say it because it's true. It felt, it yeah. felt rushed. It felt rushed yeah. to do that. It did. It feels like, oh, this is in the zeitgeist. Quick, let's push yeah. this out, push this out. And considering when the pandemic happened, the film was about to be released just before that. So really, they could have pulled it and spent this year making it a better film. But they didn't. They sat on it, released it, and... Oh, it's getting panned. Yeah. And I'd be surprised if, you know, it hasn't angered um, communities all over the place of all races and sexualities, because yeah. I don't think it takes anything. I'm, af- uh, I'm, I'm afraid that I think there's a certain subset of people that are, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, nice. They make it their their profession to be better than you online. Oh yeah. There's going to be a subset of people that be like, people. "Oh, it's, it's an absolutely marvelous film." Yeah. Oh, Pretentious people. Yeah, yeah. I think that there must be like a, a word for it. And I'm you not know, saying to say that they they would use this film as a way of saying, "Well, I'm better than you." Yeah, exactly. I, I really enjoyed it because I really understood the message. Like, we understand the fucking message. Yeah, I just don't care about it. It was it's just so you delivered it at the end of a fucking sledgehammer. Yeah, it was so ham-fisted, and all for the same. And then they they make the reveal at the end, and, and honestly, I'm sitting there and I, I'm like, "What are they trying to say?" Like, was this film? Oh, look at the parallels between slavery and the way black people are treated today. Mm. It's the same. Um, but it's not, though, is it? It's not the fucking same. Oh, no, definitely not. Like, don't get me wrong, back then wasn't, you know, that was a very dark time in uh, human history. Mm. But we've still got a long way to go before things are as they should be. And skin color and you know genital states and things like that just aren't a factor anymore. Mm. The problem being, and oh, I'm going to say it. Right? <laughs> Human beings are tribal by nature, right? Of course they are. Um, well, it's literally in our DNA to band together and support one another, right? And people tend to do that by um, not skin color per se but like um uh convenience more than anything else these days like so the people you grow up with or 75 percent of adults um live within 20 minutes 20 miles of the place they were born yeah exactly i read that so so people by nature are tribal okay so everyone forms into their groups that's why you always look for friends with similar interests or you while the, the way you wind up with friends is because you do the same thing for a job or yeah, you, yeah or you know you've got these same hobbies and, and yeah. things like that people are tribal um and unfortunately as a greater whole of, in the world and this is not just down to one race or another but all of them we're all as bad as not as far as racism goes, but like as far as banding together in our support groups and whatnot, I'm trying to be as delicate as I can. No, but, you know, why have we, you know, we've had this conversation before about that. Why, why have the, most of us on this podcast decided to leave Facebook in favor of Instagram? 
because you 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 spend your time conversing with like you can you can tailor it exactly but that and you know all the other social media platforms i'm sick of getting told off by people that are idiots but that's a really good point like back in the day you would have stuck within your social group within your neighborhood or within a the internet has it's bridged that gap now and you can have your social group across the globe and the fact of the matter is well, sure, we all want a perfect world. I'm a massive Star Trek fan, like a massive Star Trek fan. If I could have the fucking future, the world that Star Trek's set in, when everyone's equal and everyone's got the same rights and everyone's great, I would fucking love that. Unfortunately, we don't live in that world. And the chances are we never will. Not unless we get invaded by aliens. But then you could say that, oh, yeah, aliens, then we could all fight a, a common foe and it bring us all together. But we just fought a pandemic as a fucking whole, and it did not bring us together. It did the opposite. Everyone's fighting over this, that, and the other. Now, fucking Europe is suing AstraZeneca because they couldn't get the vaccine that they're producing at no profit out fast enough. That's a really good point. So, oh, everyone, as soon as there was the slightest hint of a fucking lockdown, everyone went out and bought all the toilet roll. Yep. Yeah. Didn't give a shit about the next guy. Didn't give a shit about anyone else. Everyone just ran out and bought what they needed. Is that no pun intended? Didn't give a shit, but bought all the toilet roll. <laughs> that, that was the problem. <laughs> yeah. But it, this is this is the thing. Right? It's going to bring humanity together because by nature we're warlike and not prepared to be brought together. I don't think deep down people really want that. It's not that there are groups. Of, you'll never get rid of the groups of people that are too self-absorbed so mm. you know i didn't go running out buying a, a ton of toilet roll me either no but there were people that did and there are a lots lot of people, people. That... but the, the problem is i didn't run out and buy a load of toilet roll i'm um, i mean i will qualify this by saying we sell toilet roll at work and we had fuck loads of it so there was no, <laughs> no real emergency but like I never would have done that anyway and in fact out of principle i almost didn't buy any intentionally yeah just so I didn't feel like a complete wanker and I could walk yeah. around saying to everyone, I've only got one toilet roll left, I ain't even bothered. But again, that, that, it just highlights the yeah, fact so that people are sheep because I, I, I don't even know why toilet roll was the thing to buy. I, I get the impression it was because people initially said that if you get coronavirus, you get the shits. So immediately I, they felt I the need. I don't think that's what it was. I think someone, again, I don't know what it was. This just, Another thing that I heard was... Uh, Someone said, "Oh yeah, but all toilet rolls made in China. Wow. <laughs> China, China's going to be destroyed. So we've got to buy all the toilet roll right now." <laughs> it just shows that people are sheep. You could tell them that Marmite was the cure, and then Marmite would have left the shelves. Yeah, yeah. would have. Yeah. Like, and they're sheep both ways. I mean, there's a, there's a section of, of society now that will translate uh, Boris coming on on the on the uh, telly and saying, "Okay." We're asking you to do this. Please sanitise. Please wear a mask. We'll translate that as, my oh, fuck is telling me what to do. I'll do what I fucking like. Absolutely. I will not hand sanitise. I will not wear a mask because you're fucking telling me what to do. No, no, we're just asking you to follow some fucking rules to keep everybody safe. And yeah, you're that, not prepared to do it. That simply comes down to a lack of social conscience. Yeah. Because social I wear conscience. a mask in public, not for my benefit, but because there are people it makes feel safer. So why the fuck wouldn't I do it? I, uh, I wear a mask because it makes me feel like Scorpion from Mortal yeah, Kombat. I actually really like a mask. I'm going to be gutted, actually. I, I, I Yeah, I, I would love 
if we could still have hand san- sanitizer at the front of all shops. Oh, I'm a hand sanitizer and boy, even before if, all this. You know, you just have a lot of people wearing, you know, it just be the socially accepted thing. Like, if you want to wear a mask in a shop, you can wear a mask. No one's going to, like, have a problem with that. I, again, I love that. Because I haven't had a cold in over a year and a half. That's a good point. I have, but I haven't been going out to, to catch yeah, it. Well, that, but that's it. So it's been a case of staying at home for all the reasons why, why you know, a lot of us, you know, didn't get COVID. It's the same reason why we're not getting colds. Yeah, that's really <laughs> interesting, though, isn't it? Our COVID was spreading so quickly, but colds weren't. How's that? So COVID was beating out behind the bike sheds. Yeah, I mean, because colds and the flu didn't just vanish. No. So how come they weren't spreading and COVID was? Oh, well, it's just the nature of the virus. It was high. But anyway, that's a deeper conversation, yeah. friend. Don't, cut, don't fucking cut me off when I was just about to say something. <laughs> Shit, you just like ranted on for 25 hours and then I'd just go and say something like, well, that's enough of that. Jeez. I didn't even hear you, weren't I? <laughs> no, it's cold. <laughs> no. <sighs> yeah. All right, Dan, shut up. Next person. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so I, I guess we should move to the point where we get the reveal now. Um, yeah. um oh, so heavy handed. <laughs> and uh yeah, the general's got a phone mm. that he answers, and you all go, What? And I, I literally said in the group chat, because I was essentially live tweeting to three people, um yep. This is going to be a fucking reenactment, isn't it? I'm going to be really annoyed if it's a reenactment. And lo and behold, it was a fucking reenactment. Where apparently the public just don't show up. And, Until the end. Because sure. you had you had the public showing up towards the yeah. end. Taking pictures and stuff. But until then... None. It just, yeah. just had slavery happening. Fact, why the fuck didn't... Oh, God, it just doesn't it make just any sense. Consistency. Like they were told at the start, when the new arrivals turned up, they said, you will not speak. And if you speak, you will be heard. Really? She has a fucking fight with an axe and a hatchet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All her tiptoeing around that cabin, she gets a right fucking rumble in it. Hatchets and God knows what else. No one comes at all until yeah. she gets to the uh, burn shed. <laughs> yeah. Only people that come anywhere near it are a couple of pissheads <laughs> that have been out on the lash. Yeah. They so find a mobile phone and then don't know whose it is. I can't remember what they do with it in the end. Yeah, I Something. don't remember. Yeah, I would have realised that was the general's cabin. Two and two together, considering his horse was there. Well, yeah, and again, that bit doesn't make sense. So they come back pissed. So they thought like startle um, him and her, and then drop the phone, and then they end up in a weird field somewhere. Then he gets bit. Oh, I can't. Nothing makes sense in this film. No. But you don't see the other guy either. He's not that far away. So, so the, the two Confederate young lads go and stand in that field. One of them takes a piss out the other one for being scared or something, and he just ambles off. Yeah. And they're already then in the meantime, they beat the shit out of him and get the phone back. Well, he can't. Yeah. It was only about three seconds after he walked off. Where is he? Doesn't it also seem a bit weird that you go to this living history camp and you're like, why are they only Confederate? That's a good point. Um, Well, I guess because of where they were. Yeah, but in the South, surely that would be even less sort of accepted. Maybe, maybe there was another camp sort of well again I'm gonna... because he comes back with the with the union jacket doesn't he but this is the problem isn't it like we're speculating and writing a better film than they <laughs> made <laughs> <laughs> 
the only thing I the only thing I get from that is because obviously she rode the horse and she was riding the horse for quite a while. Like I get the impression this part of it is way, way, way out back. Like it's it's only for those who know it exists. Yeah, but again, that's they didn't tell you that. They didn't show you that. They just what you just kind of all you see oh. is a big sign, and then you're like, "Well, my brain is saying to me, Dan, leave your stuff alone." <laughs> <laughs> your brain is saying, "Dan, leave your stuff alone." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should have emphasised. Yeah. <laughs> Even her on the horse is so fucking clumsy. Yeah. At the start of the film, well, when you, when you realise in the current in the present time, and she's in her apartment, and they do that slow pan across her wall with her certificates, and it just stops on a picture of her riding a new horse. Oh, yeah. Okay. More uh, heavy-handed, fucking. Uh. And then, like, you've got the only bit that did. I, I will say one little positive. Um, you know, at the beginning, you had the guy and the the girl who they kill, and then they lot they say he has to clean the furnace, and they put him in there. Yeah. And there's the bones on the like the tray, and he finds his wife's um like necklace. Yeah. That was fucking. That was a good scene, that was. I was yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. But then just to go back to being ridiculous, um, like when they're, they're riding off on the horse, you've got this guy who's shooting off what seems to be some sort of um, almost... It was a machine modern, gun. Yeah, more than a gun. It was and then a you've machine got, gun. you've got Elizabeth in the background who only had a six-shooter, but I'm pretty sure I counted more than eight bullets being yeah. fired off. <laughs> it's like, come on, people. Yeah. It's not difficult. I think I think whoever's playing Elizabeth did a good job of of playing. She's fucking creepy. Oh, she she's got potential in other films, like yeah, to play some really good roles. But again, um, the performances were all good. Like they there was they were all good actors. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, with what they had to work with, stymied by a shitey script. Yeah, just the the, the whole premise of the film bollocks. Yeah. Um, but I I. And I know I'm I'm probably alone in this. I I I know the metaphor was heavy-handed, but I read comic books, so I like heavy-handed metaphors every now and then. Um, I I really liked the whole idea of of um, Veronica on horseback in a union, um, in a union jacket with a with a hatchet, sort of screaming kind of savagely because they, they speak earlier on in the film, you know, we're going to relieve you of your savage nature. And it wasn't just, you know, black folks that they were doing that to. They were doing that to um, Native Americans as well. So she's got this kind of Native American hatchet and she's screaming on horseback, riding through, con- you know, Confederate soldiers and and escaping. And it, it kind of felt like a, you know, the, the, the anti of white supremacy, whatever that is. Um, kind of escaping and, and getting free, and I, and I liked I liked that kind of this one sliver of hope making its way through the through the barracks, and it was a fucking wonderfully shot scene. Uh, it was good. The motion of the horse going through the barracks and stuff. It was yeah. I think it was drawn out too much. I think the slow motion was too slow motion. Um, <laughs> All right, Zack Snyder, can't <laughs> <Yeah, exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I get what they were trying to do, and it had quite a nice uh, symbolism. I, I thought it was a bit cheesy, um, like cheesily executed. 
Um, just because I think it was too drawn out. I think if yeah. if it was just a bit quicker um, and it got to the point that a little bit quicker, I, I think it would have worked. But again, just because, you know, they had shit story, I think they just used it to pad out the ending a bit more. Yeah. Or, just yeah. try and... Do you know, I think another way it could have been a better film is if they'd left out the modern stuff altogether. Yeah. Well, that's what if I thought. Well, that's yeah. that's what I thought slavery, it would have been much better. And then yeah. just have the reveal at the end of her riding out and then seeing the police. Well, that, that's no, kind of what the village... No, they didn't even need any of that. I don't think they needed any of that. That's kind of what the village does, isn't it? It, it literally, the reveal is right at the end. Mm. Um, and that's why it but works. That, you see that coming a fucking mile away. You do, but... <laughs> I think I agree. I, I think if they'd, well, we've already said that whole restaurant scene and everything didn't play a single yeah. part in the film. They could have dropped it, and the film would have still been succeeding. I just feel like the whole marketing for this film let it down. Yes, I, I think the reason I found it so dull and so like disappointing is that it was the trailer you were expecting to get out. Or, yeah, uh... the trailer led me to believe something very fucking different. Yeah, and it was poorly executed. Yeah, if they if they'd advertised this as a like a period piece or like a, you know, like a a commentary, a social commentary yeah. period piece, then I probably would have liked it more. I mean, we, we we're, we're jumping ahead, but some of the re- some of the reviews that that we might have a look at in the Amazon Jungle um, that that I probably won't won't read out. But there's people just going Jordan Pil- Jordan Peele's movies are thought provoking, smart and original. Yeah, right, again, Jordan Peele. Had people, to do with it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But pe- <laughs> so people are giving this five stars because they're watching it and sort of ignoring any of the flaws and going, "Yeah, well, it's Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele's yeah. brilliant." And it's I'm, those kind of "I'm better than you" kind of people. Yeah, I'm actually really glad Jordan Peele didn't have anything to do with this because it's yeah. his record unblemished. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just be more. Just I, I just wish it was subtler in play. I mean, I, I'm yeah. not exactly the most educated guy. I'm not the smartest guy in the world. But I didn't have to Google much in this. I was like, oh, well, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just so heavy-handed. Yeah. Oh, what statue is that, Robert Lee? Oh, fucking shock. Yeah. And that's what I mean. They just th- they just really thought they were being very clever when, in fact, they're not being clever at all. Show, like, what's that? Show, don't tell. But in this case, you don't need to show, 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 tell, tell, show, show, tell. Yeah. <laughs> we're not dumb. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, we are, but like we even we could have got the fucking subtleties that weren't there. I mean, this this film tried to have sub have subtext, and I got all of it. What yeah, exactly? Say? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's like when I when I watched it beforehand, and I said I put in the group chat something about this is full of subtext and fucking uh, analogy, and was Dan or someone said, "Oh, Dan's going to love this film." <laughs> but the funny thing is, I got it all. Right? Yeah. I don't really see that as subtext then. But you couldn't have missed it. They they literally hit you in the face with it. So yeah. I'm assuming um, the consensus is going to be leave it leave it out. Um, I'm, I might I might actually shock people after the shit I've just been saying about this film. Um, I'm going to say, what's the middle one? Have, have a go. go. Have a go. Because I was going to go say, in no. with the knowledge that this is not a horror film. Yeah, and it is not clever. I'm no. going to say give it a miss because I... It I, thinks it's clever. It thinks it's, it's really clever. clever, yeah, which actually makes the whole thing more annoying. Mm. I think there's a million other films you could watch that are better. Yeah, there is. Yeah. So, no, leave it out. I mean, if you want to watch a, a really heavy-hitting fucking film about racism, go watch Mississippi Burning. I might go and watch that because I haven't seen it. Oh, so. mate. 
that you want to watch a, uh, a, 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 f- a fun film about racism, watch Black Klansman. Yeah, that's excellent. I say fun. The film. ending is absolutely fucking harrowing. Yeah but, yeah. but everything up to that moment is A-OK. Yeah, it's an excellent um, film. Definitely worth your time. Yeah, I mean, exactly. if you want to watch a, if you want to watch a, another film that isn't about racism at all, but it's just really weird, go watch that film I watched the other day with Andy Samberg in it. Oh, that what the Groundhog Day one? Palm Springs, great. Film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks fun. I, I'm, I'm, um, it's on my list. Um, so, uh, Chris, what, what, what do you? What's your consensus? I, I would, yeah, leave it out. I just. Oh <laughs> shit! That puts yeah, us... the one that I chose myself. <laughs> that, so that puts us at a bit of a weird impasse, doesn't it? Nah, you look... skip it. Don't bother. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so those those are our opinions, and and in the rare times that we do um, come to a consensus that you should leave it out, um, we go to the Amazon jungle and we look for a different breed of idiots, <laughs> breed of idiots that thought this was the greatest thing that ever existed, and boy, do we have some idiots. So. Grab a grab that machete over there. No, not that one. That's the rusted one. Grow up. Look at it. Look at the quality <laughs> of the blade. Right? No, that one. Yeah, perfect. And uh, come with me, and we're gonna go to the Amazon jungle. <gasps> Quack! I am a duck. Quack! <laughs> Did you know that chickens came from the jungle? I found this out this week. What chickens came from, like the South American jungle? And we sort of went, oh, they make a lot of eggs. And then we we brought them to the rest of the world. Okay. How mental is that? That is pretty mental. They like they're they're jungle natives. <laughs> and we just went spiders. We went in spider. Oh my god. The what, sorry? There is this look at it's uh look at uh, the chicken spider. There's a spider they there's a farm. Uh, out in wherever in the jungle, and these uh, chickens were getting munched by something, so they canned it. And there's an enormous spider, which they've called the chicken spider because nope. it munches chickens. No, thank you. I've already seen a Goliath bird eating spider. That's all I need in my life. <laughs> nope. Nah. Nope. Nah. Nope. Not, um, not going to go looking for that. Thank you. <laughs> Antebellum is not on Amazon. Uh, well, I found it. I've got it. What under the Prime Video? Uh, no, I found Antebellum Blu-ray and DVD and oh, digital. Yeah. Yes. Is that, okay. Is that um, James Brown's Back from the Dead uh, to say <laughs> to say I comma like this film? This item you put. Oh, item! He did say item. <laughs> I comma like this item. Five stars. Five stars. I mean, if James Brown likes it, it five like... stars. <laughs> have you ever seen the incredible sorry I just read one go on oh, have you ever seen the incredible James Brown McDonald's adverts no that he did in the 70s they're fucking brilliant it's just like him just being really groovy and McDonald's talking about chicken nuggets it's amazing sorry Chris go on <laughs> I just uh, when, when language just just it betrays you um, so uh, disturbing by this is a Sharon, I can't remember, a Amazon customer. Right. Great movie kept me riveted in my seat. What? I mean, they put metal bolts in the <laughs> 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 well, Oh, I, just, I see. I see her, yeah, I've yeah. just sent one to the group chat because I don't know if we're all looking at the same uh, list. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, yeah, that one. Is that the one we I wasn't going to read his one. Do you want to read his one? It's just that opening line is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. All in caps. Wow. Oh, my God. Amazing. I mean, fucking really? Yeah. 
the sleeper of horrible 2020. Yeah. Um, it's uh, this, I do hate this is, this might be the kind of people we were talking about earlier, actually, because he said the sleeper of horrible 2020, those dissing this film, if alive. What? Did I what, die after dissing what? the film? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this this film's shit. Maybe, you know what? We are a spooky podcast. Maybe we should start cracking out a Ouija board at the end and seeing what the dead think of any of these films. Yeah. Uh, if those dissing this film, if alive, would have panned many black classics of the 60s and 70s. What? What? Why, it's why this next that? bit that what? gets me. Heaven forbid a black person comes out on top. What? What's that got to do with anything? What the fuck are you going on about? What the hell has that got to do with the fact that this film is boring as fuck? Yeah. Black people come out on top in Us and Get Out and they're both amazing films. Incredible films. It's literally got nothing to fucking do with it. What people are trying, this is the thing, right? It's like if you don't like Ghostbusters 2016, you're a, you're a misogynist. It's not that it's a terrible film, is it? I agree. It's yeah. a terrible fucking film. Um, I like I like the end of this. Uh, the phone call changed everything. Brilliantly pulled pulled together. Uh, every descent person on the planet should view this movie. Should have been made ions ago. Just to let you know, an ion is a particle, atom, or molecule with a net electrical charge. He means the uh, Oh, I know what he means, but he's a cunt. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take the piss out of him. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> sort of guy that would get a tube attached to his ass so he could smell his own farts. Fucking loser. Oh, I feel the title of this film needs to have something to do with ions in it now. <laughs> um, Latoya Johnson says, get it. It's a must-have. Uh, we just love this movie. Keeps you on your feet. I watched it sitting down. Keeps you on your feet, oh, not I, your toes. I what? Yeah. <laughs> Keeps you on your feet. Like your, your family we did, we did forget to mention that part where Jane Fonda just arrives in the middle of it. And, like, and two and three. Come on, everybody. Let's go. Um, yeah, sorry. We should have mentioned that. My, I mean, my, my bad. Does, does that not speak volumes that all the people uh, that have rated this film, like, they're, they're just fundamental flaws in their writing alone? They're just idiots, yeah. Ions keeps you on your feet. It was... This is, this is definitely one of those films that's, that is going to attract slightly dumb people trying to be smart. Yeah. Or want to sound like they're trying to be smart. Oh, Antebellum, yes. Antebellum speaks to me on many levels. <laughs> oh, it covers so many racist topics and is Quite a very... honestly, Jordan Peele's finest work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jordan Peele is a genius of its time. <laughs> he is a genius. Oh, he, is? he just yeah. didn't touch this film. Yeah, nothing yeah. to do with it. That's why his film's not very good. Um, so oh. whose turn is it next? Oh, it's Mr. Uh, Vintoyen. Oh, exciting. I'm going to please Dan. You're gonna please Come Dan, on. yeah, and then I'm gonna tell you the film. Oh, <laughs> Fast and Furious Six. No, <laughs> although <laughs> we should do a series. <laughs> um, no, we're gonna do uh 2016 Blair Witch. Yes, okay. that's a great, great film. Is it just called The Blair Witch? It's just called Blair Witch. Yeah, oh, okay, cool. There, in it, yeah. Um, is, it a, is it a remake? I, I know nothing no, about it's it. It's a sequel, okay. Um it's a direct sequel to the first one. Brilliantly executed. Although they do mention the second one, I believe. Lads, um, and I've, got, because... I've got a small confession to make. Don't tell me you haven't seen Blair Witch. Didn't we do it for the podcast? No, we haven't. Oh. Oh, Mike. Oh, you're a bit of a loser. I'm sorry. I can't believe you haven't seen Blair Witch. Even well, I. Bill for you, yeah. then. <laughs> 
It's double bill for Mr. Orvis. <laughs> double. <laughs> you sound like I'm in detention. <laughs> well, that's two films you got to watch yeah, now, young man. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just really in honour of uh, Godzilla vs. Kong and because it's directed by Adam Wingard, so... And it's just a bloody good film. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. An absolute assault on the senses. Oh, Excellent. I, I know we're going to cover this off, but there's one scene that just got me. Yeah. Not <laughs> hard. Or... Oh. <laughs> so, recommendations, I guess. I've got one. Cool. Go, Go on, Dan. I have been watching Solar Opposites on Disney Star or Disney that's Plus. A fun, or whatever. That's a fun time. Um, it's done by the same guys who did Rick and Morty, um, even right down to being voiced. Very mm-hmm. funny. Um, it's the same sort of sense of humour as Rick and Morty. Uh, it's about aliens that, uh, that their planet basically blows up because of a meteor, so then evacuated to, to Earth. Um, and, yeah, just crazy times, but very funny, really enjoyable. If you're a Rick and Morty fan, get that fucking show in your eyes and your brain because I'm <laughs> sure you'll like it. Lovely stuff. Nice. What about you, Paul? Um Okay, I'm going to recommend a film on Amazon Prime called uh, Palm Springs. That's brilliant. If you like uh, Groundhog Day, love it. Watch it. It's like a modern Groundhog Day. It's a fucking brilliant film. And it's got Adam Sandberg in it, who's great. Palm Springs. Okay, I'm going to get that watched. (laughs) What about you, Chris? I've been really bad. I haven't got any. I've watched nothing for the last week or so, apart from this bloody film. Yeah, I've got a recommendation. Oh. Don't fall for. Don't fall for. of Get Out and Us. Shitty Yeah, don't fall for name dropping on a straight to DVD, <laughs> straight to TV film. Yeah, I don't have anything. I've I've been I've been too busy rehearsing for all music and comedy stuff. So there's your recommendation. Yeah. Recommendation, come down to George Vaults on the 20-something of something. 20, yeah, 26th 20 of May. Something. 26th <laughs> yeah. of May, come down to George Vaults. I'll post, yeah, I'll post, we haven't got an Eventbrite link yet, but we will very soon. So There you go, there's your recommendation. Come see some funny guys, do funny things and eat and drink. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, um, and that's, that's it for this week. Um, the real... What's the real horror? The real horror is fucking marketing, marketing executives yeah, yeah. <laughs> deciding that they're going to coin somebody's popularity and talents uh, to sell their fucking shoddy knockoff fake films. It was the yeah. mighty Bill Hicks that once said, if you work in advertising, you should kill yourself. <laughs> and uh, I agree. Lawyers and fucking marketing people. Don't <laughs> walk off a cliff somewhere. You Special <laughs> circle of hell. Yeah. Liberally um, misleading trailers. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so until next time, he's been Paul. He's been Dan. <laughs> he's been oh, Chris. Yeah. He's been Mike. Lovely. Bye. Bye.